0: Hi everyone, Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com, pickdogs.com. It is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. Here with our your live show, we're live 7 days a week, 365 days a year. No excuses, just free picks. We just keep showing up and uh delivering picks. Hopefully winners. We do our best to win them all. Of course, uh no one wins them all except for those guys on Twitter, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> give me, give me a clown face icon, <laughs> and uh, I guess uh, you know the ability to to change my to delete my my losers or something. I don't know. And, uh, you could you could win them all that way? Anyways, I'm sending out a tweet to all of our viewers who follow us on our Pick Dogs channel on Twitter to uh, so they can join us here. So sometimes I know they follow know us on our notifications, notifications, not so great at going out. But of course, we appreciate each and every one of you. Ryan, how's it going today?
1: Oh, I'm excited for a couple days until college football. I mean, it's not a big schedule, but I've got my eye on a couple games to see which one I'm going to jump on on Saturday.
0: How about you, Rod? How's it going.
1: It's going a little under the weather today, but
2: that's okay. We're still here.
0: All right. That is uh. under the weather.
1: Well, he'll be under the bus maybe
2: later. Yes, we will <laughs> find that bus. <laughs> yeah, you have to get me out of doors to get me anywhere near a bus right now. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully we cheer you
0: up today. Just, just ride on the bandwagon bus and you'll be good to go. There's plenty Probably. of bandwagons out there to, to jump on, <laughs> that's for sure.
1: Uh, t- today's a scary day. It's, there's some sharp versus squares today, for sure. At least in my opinion.
0: Definitely an interesting article on ESPN about the head fake in the sharp betting. Um, certainly, you know, we've seen it a bunch. So, uh, you know, it exists. I've been saying that for a while. But uh, yeah, we've got... Uh, 15 Major League Baseball games today. Week two of NFL preseason in the books. Uh, Another another backdoor cover from a giant comeback last night. Um, That seemed to be the theme of week two of the preseason. See how that carries over to the regular season. I think you see less of what you saw like the lunacy of last night in the regular season. you have
2: the few comebacks yesterday that was <laughs> You
0: have the revenge factor yeah yeah to me the Braves were pretty surprising that they kind of just went down and that was it i had the under in that game to offset it for me but man i just That think, was a shocker i don't think it was a shocker i just it's think not it was a shocker, shocker
1: but it was it was, uh, it was my one it was my loss yesterday i was I, that was my best bet so
0: for me, I had the under in that game also, so it was like it offset that one. And then I had KC, which, easy winner. They, they just owned the Astros the last week or so. Crush them. The Royals have been rolling. Rolling. But, uh, yeah, in, in the NFL, definitely a lot of interesting move. My guy, Alex Magoo, did not make the roster in Seattle. Didn't like that. We Didn't saw really? Andre Smith get cut. Um, Some other interesting cuts And also some interesting notes I think, you know, the Trey Lance argument continues In uh, San Francisco It's like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo Hasn't really played much And he's thrown six passes Three of them were overthrows Trey Lance um, Even when he's played well He's taken criticism for that Saying that, you know, a few of his balls If it was regular season Probably would have been intercepted You know, if it was against the first string. And it was, like, just bad passes that he got away with. Which I think happens in the regular season, too. You know, but I think less likely against starters, you know, than it is. So, Treyland's taking a little bit of heat there. And, you know, I thought that he's been better than what I expected. Because I expected the bare minimum, right? So, I think he's been better than what I expected. But I don't think he's quite that elite superstar or even close to it yet same thing with zach wilson i mean trevor lawrence we saw improvement as well a little bit but you know these are rookie quarterbacks so it is what it is uh it looks like uh oh the running back from buffalo is gonna stick in uh washington the guy everyone's rooting for and i mean he's good you know we knew he was good in buffalo and he's good there it doesn't matter if he's you know five foot two or whatever he is i mean this guy can play football. Seriously, that's it. That's a that's a good story. Um, you know, got other guys. You know, Falcons have serious problems at quarterback right now. Backups, right? AJ McCarron looks like it's season-ending injury. Worst-case scenario. So, worst case, yeah. Well,
1: maybe one of those Steelers guys ends up on the Falcons.
0: Well, the, the guy from uh, the Rams, the the hot, the hot one that has Hodges there, got cut. So, you know, there's been a lot of cuts. The roster's down to 80 now, and then the next one is down to 53. But a lot of those guys go to the practice squad in the next cut. This one was 85 to 80. And, you know, a lot of names in there that, you know, some guys that were kind of holding on to NFL careers, guys like um, – you know, there was a few of those guys, but mostly it was, you know, guys that, you know, rookies that just didn't make the cut, you know, and that's that's all part of it. Doesn't mean uh, that these guys will never get another shot. It just means they're not going to get a shot right now. We know that, you know, you look at an NFL injury report in week 10, it's a mile and a half long. So never say never for a lot of these guys.
2: Still pretty good gig on the practice squad. Well, it could be. It's not where you want to be, but uh, ninety two hundred a week is uh, nothing to sneeze at. <laughs>
0: well, it's tough when everybody else is making, you know. Oh. Yeah. Four hundred
2: thousand a week. You know, it's. You're still making four. You're still making close to forty thousand a month. You
1: can't
2: complain at that. Yeah, it's more than the CFL, That's way more than the CFL. <laughs> I know, but it's not it's like squad, it's yeah. not like pro-athlete money that you expect it to make. It's only... A... No, I'm just not saying. There's nothing to sneeze at to be on the practice squad making 9200 a week. <laughs> I've asked to ask, ask that to the baseball guy who's riding the bus uh, in, the, in the Pine Tower going from AAA to AAA and see if he's be happy making uh, 9200 a week on the practice squad. <laughs>
0: Anyways, we got baseball today and uh it's uh fifteen game schedule. Let's get right into it I guess. We've got the A's and the Mariners afternoon tilt after uh, last night's Mariners comeback. So the first five innings better got crushed yesterday. Right, the first five guys, the guys that ride that first five, right, they got slaughtered yesterday. They got they got w-jetted. just kind of like the way the run line guys got beat up, you know, over the weekend. The first five guys got crushed yesterday. in Those games, because I think that, I think most of the teams that were winning after first five lost, at least the way that it seemed, except for the Royals, maybe. Anyways, A's and the Mariners. That was definitely a first five reversal. Phillies, Rays, Ranger Suarez on the mound. And the Pirates go with JT Brubaker. It's been getting absolutely smashed lately. And speaking of smash, Spencer Watkins and Dylan Bundy going at it here. Rod, any of these four? Do it for you.
2: Yeah, for me, I'll take uh, Seattle again. Yeah, I was just uh, owned Oakland um, so far. they are there 4-0 in the last four in Oakland. So uh, I'll take Seattle again. Get another win. Nice bus of money there. And the other one I like is uh, I think Baltimore. today's the day that Baltimore ends their uh, 0-18. Um, they get a win there. Spencer Watkins hasn't. He, 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 he started off the season good. He hasn't been good lately, but either is Dylan Bundy. Uh, this looks like a good spot. I'll take Baltimore. Angels still with the uh, guys out got swept by the Indians. Uh, I think the Orioles get a win here. I don't think a shot with the Orioles. Brian?
1: Well, I agree and disagree with Rod. Uh, I like the Baltimore Orioles also today. Uh, Spencer Watkins has been real crappy, but the Angels only managed to score, what, two runs over the last three games. I think uh, Bundy gets uh, blown up even worse than Watkins does today, and the Orioles end that long story losing streak i like the oakland a's at home i'm a seattle mariners guy many times this year but i think uh, uh they got their backs to the wall today and they're one game removed uh, from the giants big uh, Giants series that they had so i'm gonna take the oakland a's today lay that money line and i'm gonna take the Baltimore Orioles
0: i love the angels here against the Orioles i consider to put that in as a premium pick I've been watching Watkins, and he can't find the plate. And if you can't throw the ball over the dish, you're going to have problems. I don't care who that you're playing. He keeps, he stays, you know, to his credit, he sticks to his guns and continues to throw the same pitch over and over again. It's that slider away. But the slider away, it, it, it works if you you've got to catch the corner of the plate, and he doesn't, and it just gets further and further away from the plate. What happens is it's easy walks. You know, the guys, they don't even, you know, pretend to swing at the ball. So, I think that he's going to struggle. We've seen Bundy um, a lot better than what we've seen him in the past. Of course, returning to Baltimore, the scene of the crime, you know, where he had his best, you know, of his career. If you want to call it that. And, um, you know, the Angels just four games under five hundred on the road, while the Orioles, pathetic 17-40 and 40 at home this season at Camden Yards. Their home record is as bad as the Rockies are on the road. I mean, they stink. Um Thirty-eight and eighty-five free tickets if you get a COVID shot, um, COVID vax, The Orioles game—they seriously announced this, like you know, on TV. Like you get free tickets if you get the J and J vax. Yeah, that if if that doesn't push you over the edge, nothing's gonna do it. You know, um, I think that um, I think the Orioles just have serious problems. I don't think Watkins is the answer at all. And um, on the other side, I think that, you know, the Angels had a tough go of it, but they had tough matchups in Cleveland. And uh, I, like them, I like the A's in that one against the Mariners in the early game. I just think that uh, they need to draw a line in the sand, and I think this is where they do it. So strong disagreement on, the, on these early games. Keep going. Got the White Sox and the Blue Jays. It was the Blue Jays yesterday on a wild pitch, scoring the winning run. Um, cheers to Michael Kopik for at least trying to kick the guy in the face you know, as he crossed the plate. That was—I uh, don't even understand how that's—you know—I uh, don't watch. Jays to... had it. All the way. What?
1: Jays had it all the
0: way. That yeah, no, me. he tried to kick the guy in the face as he crossed the plate on the wild pitch. Is basically what happened there. And I don't understand why they didn't say anything. I don't know what happened because I wasn't listening to the game. But it was clear that Kopech stuck his foot out as, you know, the wild pitch. And they were tossed it back to the pitcher. He kind of slid in there to the plate. And the guy was sliding into home plate. And, I mean, he nearly just kicked the guy in the face, right? I mean, that's basically what what came very close to happening there. And that will stop him from scoring in, in a lot of cases. But it didn't there.
2: So the Blue Jays got the win on the wild pitch. Hate the two-out wild pitch. Hate it. Damn. Tony La Russa had a big meltdown in that game. Well, he, he was ready to throw things. Who he got that? all mad at last Lynn when uh, Vladdy hit the. He, he had the green light on the three and zero, oh and he knew it. He got mad at Lynn. You see him on the bench. They they zoomed in on him, and his blood vessels are barging out of his head, and he's like, "Cut off! I need to talk." Yeah, it was like just freaking. I was like, holy. Let's win, give him one run. You're not supposed to give Vladia a meatball right down the middle. I don't care if it's 3-0. and o, You pitch it away. Walk him. You got a base open. You get to hear him. And then the announcers the were going right in. Him and they're like, whoa, look at him go. Yeah, 3-0 and o to Vlad. And you, just, you just
1: give him the walk.
2: Don't give him the meatball Throw down the middle. <laughs> pitch him one away. If he swings at an A. If he, if, you got a base open. I think that was the biggest blunder right there. Huh? Lynn's one mistake, giving Vladdy a meatball, and he tied it up.
0: Got the Giants and the Mets. Got the Red Sox in the Twins. The Red Sox getting that walk-off grand slam yesterday. Like I said in our VIP show and stuff, they w- they would have won anyway. They had bases loaded with nobody out. The grand slam just gave the run line people a win. And then the Indians and the Rangers. Brian's buddy, Taylor Hearn, pitching. Brian, who do you like here?
1: I think the Indians keep it going today. This run line, I guess money line's a little high here, but I think that's just to keep – the Rangers are just that bad, I guess, and to keep people off the, Indian, off the Indians. I like Cleveland, do they keep that winning going? Uh, and then I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays here to – Take care of the Chicago White Sox. Who can't seem to win on the road. So, I think Barrios is the better option as far as starting pitchers go. So I got Blue Jays and Indians here. That's all. Awesome. Rod. And for me, I'm. I'll
2: take the Blue Jays. Maybe a homer pick, but I'm still taking the Blue Jays. Go Blue Jays! I'm cheering for them too. Time to make a run. Uh, it's, it's a little late for a run, and too
0: much, too many fences to jump. Ah, uh, they can jump. I and mean, they can win the regular season. They can win a couple regular seasons. They can sure Consolation try. Consolation prize games, but, you know, they won't be involved in the games that count.
2: And then they want, I'm going to take a shot with the Twins here. Um, there's no way Boston should have let that game even come close to uh, even hitting extra innings or any of that. And uh, I'll take a shot. Twins have been playing uh, not too bad baseball. So, so uh, I'll take a shot here with the Twins getting almost two times your money. I've said Boston. Give me the Twins. I like the
0: Giants against the Mets. I think that uh, the Mets can't score runs, so very hard to win games if you can't score runs. And against a team like the Giants, well, it gets even worse. And uh, I like the Red Sox against the Twins. I think Tanner Hawk is a good pitcher. He just I think he's maybe gets his first win here of the season. What are you selling today, Brian? Well,
1: uh, I got really lucky yesterday, but I am going for winning day number eight over the last ten, so I got my super sharp three-pack. Get my three best bets in Major League Baseball for $40 at BigDogs.com. It includes my avoid-the-trap game, a game that you're going to want to avoid being on the other side of.
2: Rod? Right. And for me, it's uh, Top Shelf Tuesday. You know, Top Shelf Tuesday triple. Mm, these are definitely some bets that you don't want to miss out on. These three best bets are the quintessential must bet for Tuesday's action as we pummel the books and cash and Jump aboard, the top shelf Tuesday.
0: Almost sounded scripted there. Quintessential. That's
1: like, a, that's a really big word.
0: I don't even know what that means, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> I couldn't spell that. Way too big for me. <laughs> okay. Can
0: you use it in the form of a sentence? Quintessential. Quintessential. Is that must from I... the Latin word? Quintessential. I couldn't spell that one. Chance. I I have uh, um, three pack, but I think on our VIP show we really nailed it yesterday too. So Brian gave out that Jacksonville. I had the Royals. I'd had. Uh, I'd had um, Mariners, right? So. But
2: I had the Braves. I had the, Mar- the Mar- yeah, Mariners on the reverse run line. Jays, Cubs, my home run didn't hit, but that's okay. Yours did. Yep, my home run hit yesterday. My home run
0: run prop. Zach Greinke gave that blank stare exactly like we called it. (laughs) Right. That numb numb blank stare that he gives when he gives up a home run. It's like an odd thing. Different pitchers have different reactions when they give up home runs. Some guys get really mad. Some guys do whatever. Zach Greinke has the blank numb stare. This is exactly what he does. He doesn't even look. He never looks. He never does anything. He just gives a blank, numb, scare, stare, like, give me the ball, next guy up. That's exactly how he does it every single time. Did it like that last night again. Salvi Knocked it out of the park on him. But um, I don't keep track of winning days and stuff like that. I haven't had – I don't even look at the leaderboards, to be honest with you. But I, um, I'm not having my best year. I know that. But um, – you know, it's generally August is a good month for me. I know I've been winning a lot of games recently. So, uh, you know, August generally a really good month for me. And I think I've come through on that. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look at the numbers and find out exactly what they are. But I think it's been a good month. And I think that, you know, generally football season and all that stuff. Like last season, I had a little bit of a rough baseball season too in the 60-game season. And then, you know, by the end of the year, I had, you know, plus numbers for the year. So, you know, football season is, is where I started. Um, this whole online thing, college football season, and uh, plan on bringing it home again. So, uh, you now is the time. It's a great time to grab a uh, a, a season pass for football. If, you know, for the people that say I just want football, I rarely put out season passes for just one sport. But I know for football, people are going to ask me. Oh, I only bet football. I don't bet baseball. I don't bet basketball. I don't do any of that stuff. I just want football. So I put something out just football so you you guys I don't have to get those emails which is fine and you guys can get what you want but the VIP show I think is where super value is going to happen I'm pretty sure I'm 99.9% sure we're adding another capper as well to that and taking out the consensus report on the premium show and putting in another capper again so excited about that we have some other changes that are going to happen both at Pick Dogs and at Sports Chat Place as we separate those two out a little bit more but at the same time circle back. I think you guys will see that in the coming weeks. I'm really excited about everything and the new people that are joining us. We have a few new cappers, um, but we'll have one person that's going to be doing videos and stuff with us primarily and new show on Saturday and the weekend. We'll we'll have a different look different show still have these guys will still be on, but it's going to be more of the drive through format, but not the same as the drive through the drive through is like quick, 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 quick. The format of the of the Saturday show is to bring in more cappers, but they'll have more time than the 20 seconds on the drive through where Ruflo gets to contradict everything they just said. You know, it's not going to be like that. It's, like it's going to be more of an open discussion with them as opposed to the, boom, throw them out there, they come back, Ruflo gets to counter his, what do you call it cross examination, you know, and then I send you on your
2: merry way. We're going to do Depends who it is. Sometimes he just, he just agrees. <laughs> well, then he, it makes him a bad lawyer, right? It
0: makes him a bad lawyer. I fully agree I, with your testimony. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes
2: there's no cross-examination. And it's just, oh, I agree. What's the
0: best cross-examination <laughs> in movie history? Do you think it was Joe Pesci in and, and uh, my cousin Vinny? It's gotta be. <laughs> Joe, definitely the best lawyer. History.
2: Joe Pesci. What's his name? You, you can't handle the truth. Close. Well, Tom
0: Cruise. Tom Cruise. You can't Cruise. handle the truth. That's a good one. Pretty and, close.
2: He's got to be out there.
0: Got Matt Damon in the Rainmaker.
2: And the Rainmaker. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah,
0: but I still think that my cousin Vinny. You know, that's my top. I like one. the
1: lawyer on Seinfeld.
0: Jackie Chiles. Yeah.
1: I like Jackie
2: Childs. <laughs> <laughs> coffee
0: was hot. Do you know what a bomb is? (laughs) Who told you to put the bomb on? (laughs) Do you know what a bomb is? Anyways, we got the Marlins against the Nationals. Braves versus Yankees round two. Got the Cardinals and the Tigers. And the Cubs against the Rockies. Is that? Let me see something. Yeah, we, we're good. Okay. Um, Rod, who do you like in those four?
2: Well, those more I uh, like uh, the over in the Nationals and the Marlins game. You look know, at Lozardo. all four of his starts all went over. And the Nats, seven and three to the over. Their last ten, I think we see a whole pile of runs on that one. Give me the over eight and a half in the Nationals and Marlins game, and uh, I'll take the Cubs again. Uh, Rockies on the road, fourteen and forty-six now. Cubs win two in a row. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to take the Cubs again. So I think they can get a, another win. A little more momentum from their walk-off. I think they uh, win two in a row.
0: So, hang on a second, Rod. So we have a comment here in the comment section from Jake Happner. Okay, and this is number one. This isn't our customer service show, so you should email me with customer service questions at Mitch at PickDogs.com or use our – we have it on our website. We have a chat window where you could, I can could chat directly with you through the chat window. It's normally me, so – um, we're going to get other people to do it, but right now it's still me. But um, he's saying he paid for the VIP show and can't access it. So there's only two, re- two reasons that that would happen. Okay, If you paid for the VIP and can't access it, that would mean that you either you're not logged in to YouTube or your payment didn't go through. That's the only way you wouldn't be able to access it on your phone. If you wanted to upgrade and all that other stuff, you can't do that on the phone. you got to do it on a computer. Right we've been through this a million times, but if you can't access it, if you can't access it then um then you either didn't pay or you aren't logged in it's it It can only be one of those two things, so like I said, if you have customer service issues, I'm more than happy to help you. you can ask anyone here, anyone, even the people that don't like me, they'll tell you the same thing I'm more than willing to help you if i if i you know. If you if you email me. But issues with the premium and VIP show, those are things that are I struggle to help people with because um we don't handle the the payment processing or the customer access. YouTube handles all of that. And they do a pretty good job of it. I mean, we have how I many how many thousands and thousands of customers we've had and VIP members over, you know, just even since we started. And um, you know. Most of them have managed to to do this without problem. Once in a while, there's a glitch, but um, but you know, normally it's either your payment didn't go through or you're not logged in. Anyways, Rod, back to your game. Sorry, I just wanted to address that because it's important. Because it's, it's that time of year, yeah. we're gonna have a lot of people
2: I'm not signing up. Hmm. I was out there. That was the two I like. I like the Nationals and the Marlins over. And the other one I took. What was the other one I took? Oh, and I took the Cubs again. So, right. Nationals, Marlins over, and I took the Cubs again.
0: So, here's another common customer service thing. This happens both with the VIP and premium show, and it also happens with regular purchasing of premium picks. And it's something that happens all the time. So, if you use your credit card to buy something, unless you receive a receipt from the person that you bought it from, it doesn't mean that it's gone through. Your bank will put a hold on the transactions on your credit card and it just won't process, it'll fall off. You know, So that's possible too, that the charge didn't go through and it's just sitting there pending. You would receive a receipt. It, you know in the in the mail. But anyways, email me we'll go over it there. I don't want to stop the whole show for Jake's you know, problems that I can't solve. Um I've already think we've dedicated enough time to it. I appreciate everybody else's patience. Brian, what do you like?
1: For me in that time frame is not my favorite time frame, but uh, I don't think the Detroit Tigers are getting much respect here. Uh, I know Flaherty's been awesome on the mound, but uh, Mize hasn't been that bad. I'm going to take the plus one and a half of the Detroit Tigers. I think it's a one-run game. Uh, either way, you slice it. And, uh, I'm going to take a flyer with the Tigers. Don't love it. It's just a lean.
0: I'm taking the Braves to rip Andrew Heaney a new one. I think that, you know, they lost yesterday, ended the winning streak. Um, but I think they get right back on the winning today. I think, you know, reality sets in, and Andrew Heaney is, you know, even since being traded to the Yankees, still Andrew Heaney, and he still has pitched very much like Andrew Heaney. He's been very vulnerable, and he's been hit pretty hard um, at times. Um, Charlie Morton has had great success against the Yankees last year when he was on the Rays, and, you know, I think they beat him every single time. So I expect him to uh, be able to do it again here at home for Atlanta and they end up with a split in this little two game series. That's all it is. So it's odd schedule this week, right? 13 games on a Wednesday and then 12 games on Thursday. Just odd schedule. Then NFL has four five games on Friday, seven games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. And that's it for the preseason. But it's in the NFL preseason, it's like they've cut enough guys now that it's like We're going to have to see starters. And it's weird that Andy Reid and Bill Belichick are just getting vilified, you know, for playing their starters so much. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 20 passes so far preseason. It's like.
1: There's no reason to play anybody, really.
0: There's no reason? Well, tell it to. These are the guys that win, right? These are the guys that win. So it's like. It's very tough. So by playing your players and letting your players practice. By letting your players practice, you can't criticize those two coaches for saying, I want my players to practice in game-like scenarios because well, no, I mean, obviously it, it, it works for them.
1: Yeah, for them it works. I'm just saying if I had a huge investment like that, I don't know if I'd want them out there. Before.
0: All right, if you, let's look at total wins over the last 10 years for head coaches. You think those two guys are on the list anywhere?
1: Yeah, they're, they're two of the best for sure. But I bet you if Mahomes would get hurt in one of these games, you'd never
0: hear the end of it. Mahomes could also get—you know—guys can get hurt. Guys can get hurt walking out of their car, you know, and walking into the locker room and stepping out of the shower. I mean, this is what you do. You're a football player, and this is—you know—this is this is part of the game. And you know, guys get injured in preseason. It happens. But it's like guys get injured in the first game that didn't play in preseason and they weren't in game shape. That happens all the time, too, where the guys miss, you know, preseason. How many times have we seen, like, before the rookie salary cap, right, before the rookie cap, how many times did we see rookies sit out camp and then be totally ineffective the entire season? Tons. Levian Bell, right, was one of the top running backs in the NFL. He wasn't as good as he thought he was, but he was pretty good. He sat out for a year, never the same. Not even close. It's like. You got to, you got Tom Brady, you know, is out there. You know, he played in a game, too. You know, Tom Brady played. He's going to play extensively this week. He's, they say Tom Brady's going to play at least a half of football this week. At least is what they're saying. The word is at least a half of football. So you're going to say that Tom Brady doesn't know what he's doing either in preseason?
1: I don't know. I think it's moronic to put Brady out there for a
0: half of football. He thinks it's yeah, important. I don't think he'll play a half. He, 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 they say he's going to pay, play more than a half. He's, oh, good for him. He, he thinks it's important to his team and to get things in sync. I would think he would know. I would think he would know. Well,
2: because I guess if you look at what they did last year, they started off, they were they looked awful. They did not look in sync. They looked, So maybe that's what he's trying. He's trying to have a better start than what they did last year. But
1: I think the Lions are looking good for Friday. I'm getting tempted <laughs> <laughs> and the New York Jets again for the third week in a row look good this week. I'm gonna get my Jets hat. I gotta work. I'm on the bandwagon.
2: The Jets and the Lions. Look at you go. Don't worry we got more room on the Bills bandwagon over here. Come on. Jay Come on. Yes. <laughs> Bills are winning that
0: division. So yeah, it's, this is the nice thing about really not liking pro football all that much is that I really don't have any association where I got to be associated with any team whatsoever. I just look at the lines and then make my decisions because um, the lines. Jets aren't are my favorite team. I
1: just like them because they
0: stink. <laughs> well, they're not going to stink this year. I mean, and I don't think anyone's expecting them to. I think that most people are expecting the Jets to be one of the most improved teams. I don't know if they're expecting it to be a playoff team, but I would say that getting rid of the worst coach, maybe in the history of the NFL, um, is only going to help your team. I mean, look what it did to the Dolphins. You know, they got rid of that guy, and look what happened to the team. You know, borderline playoff right. team. They won ten games. You know, you get rid of this guy, it's plus ten is basically where you go from <laughs> drafting. You know, where they draft. You know, they draft pretty high. And uh, you know, they go to ten wins, get rid of that guy. So the Jets certainly have that kind of potential too. I mean, I think you under you underestimate. You're underestimating and not giving enough credit to the suck factor there of of Gase. I mean, he's he's the worst coach I've ever seen. He's the I'd say I'd say right now the current head coaches that are the worst. You know, Dan Campbell is you know is there. Lafleur in Green Bay, terrible, right? I mean, just rotten. And Mike McCarthy in Dallas. I mean, these are just horrid head coaches. McCarthy won the Super Bowl um, in Green Bay, but look at the, you know—look at what it took. You know, it took—you know—a monster year by Aaron Rodgers. It took him to have an actual defense that could hawk the ball, and a fluke fumble. You know, it took all those things. Mendenhall's fumble. Remember that. That was the game. Yeah. I don't think how is Washington football team the only surprise would be would be if they were bad and didn't win the division. That would be the surprise, you no? Know? They won the division last year, so there's really nothing to surprise, you no? Know? On the upside. You would only think that they would be better. Second year, I, I
1: still think you're going to get value with a team like Washington playing like oh, I, think so Bay Bay or, I think so too. I think
0: so too, but I don't think it's going to surprise you. They they were a playoff team last year, right? They won the division, they're a playoff team.
1: Washington has the biggest turnaround this year as far as win, win law. even though they made the playoffs. I think you know they're going to see 11
0: wins out of Washington. I think there's other teams that can have much bigger win um, differentials than last year. Than Washington because they won seven. So it's like at most they're like a 10 win team. Maybe, a, you know. I can see 11. <laughs> it's going to be tough to win 11. You have the easy games. You have the Eagles twice, right? So that's two. And then you have Dallas twice. So it's at least one, if not two. And, and then the you have the Giants twice. So that's six, right? So now you got to find five other wins on that schedule. Also,
1: you play a Dolphins
0: that would be I doubt it, but that's, you know i just I don't really care. I'm not a fan. I I have Dolphin season tickets and haven't been to a game. I, I've been to one game since they left the Orange Bowl. I have season tickets since I was a little kid. That's that's how much of a fan I am. I don't I believe care.
1: Washington's uh, schedule breaks down where they play the tougher teams in the AFC on their home
0: I d- field. I d- I don't like the way that the the whole I I don't like the way the NFL is gone. I do it. To bet on it because this is what I do for a living. I'm just like the players. It's like why why do why do I bet on the NFL to make money and that's it, you know? Because I can see the angles and it's like more the more that they've pushed fantasy football, the squarer the game has gotten from a betting perspective, right? But the problem is is that they've taken defense out of the game and that's really what I enjoyed the most. So I grew up and you know I grew up in in, in a defensive town, you know, we were always all about the defense at every level of football. It was never about the aerial show. So I don't, you know, I can't get there, you know, with the NFL anymore. With these ticky tack calls. I get that question all the time from people when they find out, like, oh, this is what you do for. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Whoever whines the loudest is is the best. Whoever complains the most is the best. Tom Brady start and you know. Get, he's one of those rings. I did my apology video. I did all that stuff. He's complaining about certain guys before he even gets out of the tunnel. You know, he's already in the ref's ear already. Watch this guy. He does this. Watch this guy. This guy. This guy. Peyton Manning was the same way. When a quarterback takes a hit now, right? When it, in, back when I was a kid and a quarterback took a hit, you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to kill the other guy. Okay. That's what the fans of the stands wanted. They wanted him. Now, they plot. If your quarterback gets a penalty for roughing the passer or something, people cheer. Because they know your quarterback's not going to get hurt. Because this is roughing the passer now. If the guy throws the ball and the defender's running and he he braces himself, right, because he's got his forward momentum going, it's roughing the passer. The quarterback doesn't even have to fall down. Yeah. It's roughing the passer. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it's a subjective call. We'll get into this all season long. Trust me. And then, you know, we can also get into the whole, the worst calls are not reviewable, right? The worst calls. All these, like, you know, all these calls are reviewable, but the worst calls are not reviewable. Like, when they don't call offsides. And the guy's clearly offsides, right? Not reviewable. Guys, like, in the backfield when they snap the ball. Not reviewable. Not a reviewable play. It's like, how is that not reviewable? It's clearly offside, you know? It's like, I don't get it. Corbin Burns is pitching today against Malley. We all know Malley's ERA is way better than and the road than it is at home. Um, got the Astros and the Royals. I gave out the Royals on the VIP show yesterday. I said a premium pick on it. They have owned the Astros. People forget last week. You know, it's like they it have such a short memory. Last week, the Royals busted up the Astros. They busted them up. And we got the Padres and the Dodgers. For me, I like the Brewers here with Corbin Burns. I still think you lay the run and a half. I know the Reds have been hot. They're in the race for the wild card. But, and I know Mealy is way better on the road than he is at home. I just don't think the Reds are going to get to Burns. I don't see it happening. I don't see it. And um, I I, it, I think it has the potential because Maley is so much better on the road than he is at home. That I can't even lay the run line here in good conscience because I think it has a chance of being a one-run game. I mean, if you're if you're gambling, I, you could lay extended as long as there's a payout on it. But at minus two hundred, I'm going to guess that the run line's not even there either. You know, so it, it makes it not worth it. I think that Royals Astros game I'm going to stay as far as possible because in this one the Astros make a lot more sense than they did yesterday. But um, once again, the Royals, they own them. And then um, you Garbage is back on the mound here for for the Padres. And if he's rejuvenated um, kind of the way we've seen him rejuvenated the last few years after spending a little time on the injured list, I think he's going to be okay here. I think the Padres will win this game. I think he'll stay under, but I think he wins the game too. If not, well, it's going to be a long night at Petco. Why do you care about any of these three games?
2: Not for me in those ones. I like the under in uh, the Reds and Milwaukee. I think you got a nice pitchers' duel. It's open seven and a half. Still sitting at seven and a half. I think we get under that. Low scoring game in that one, and uh, I like the Astros. Yeah, Astros get a bounce back. I don't. Uh, I don't trust Brady, Brady Singer. I think uh, the Houston bats wake up. Two and a half in that one. I think they uh, they get their revenge and they, they get a nice win over the Royals in that one. And uh, I don't know, I'm going to take the Dodgers over the Padres. They need, Dodgers need the wins and they're just playing the better ball right now than what the Padres are. I don't care who's on the mound for the Padres. Give me the Dodgers on the run line. They keep the crap out of the Padres at Petco today. We
0: covered the Cardinals game. Brian took the Tigers. Took him plus the, and a half. Um, plus the run and a half. Plus the run. Plus the run and a half. He bitlered it. Yeah. Rod, what do you th- what do you think about someone cheap shot your quarterbacks? Did you get on your feet and cheer? Uh-huh.
2: No. Your 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 players usually they should bounce right back up and uh, be in that guy's face. How about the new celebration <laughs> penalties? No, I- that's awful. Why can't you have the. Well, well cuz we, we, I think the they cuz I've been, been saying, saying this, this for years. The
1: field, I've been bubble, saying this, on this for years. Guy, I, I, I don't want to see celebrating. I celebrate.
0: don't want to see it either. I, I want to I don't want to see it. They've taken it way too far. It's like way too far. It's like I I think <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think getting excited about making a nice play, high five in your teammates and all that stuff is great, but I think the entire dance that Ezekiel Elliott does every time he gains 4 yards is absurd. You know, it's it's, it's it's annoying, and I'm telling you, the cl- if the clock's not rolling during that time, and it's counted against the Cowboys, you know, time to prepare for that for the next for the next play, then it's ridiculous. Even more so, it is like, it's like you're losing by fifty, and you're here celebrating that you got a first down on your own seventeen yard line. I mean, come on, you know. That's
2: what it- if You get a pick and you make a nice big interest or make a nice touchdown, then then I can I can see a little dance. If not, well, not I, the whole team comes running on the field and you're all doing the Western Line dance. And you're like yeah, yeah, and it's only seven nothing or something. I'm not really <laughs> sure about
0: like what this rule is. I I guess we'll we're gonna find out more about it as the regular season goes on. But uh, and because once again it's gonna be subjective and it's like. You know, certain teams are going to get it, and certain teams aren't. in certain spots, you'll see two guys do the exact same thing in on two different games going on at the same time, and one guy will get it, and the other guy doesn't. And the other guy I mean, guy you're going to see right. it. You know, yeah. just like it's going to be like college,
2: where you see similar. Um, oh, that's awful. Then it should be the same. Like, well, I to okay. see you shouldn't have group, big but, group celebrations. So a few, a few years ago, they,
0: like, a few years ago, they they took away choreographed celebrations. So if it was pre choreographed. Right. The, the fun bunch, right? And all that stuff. They took all that away. Then the Steelers started this stupid game thing celebration, right? The hide and seek, the teeter totter, there's the, the surfer, right? Yeah, the surfer. <laughs> yeah, you know, all sorts of stuff. And uh, you know. I think, like, a a spike in the ball. I think, like, the guy celebrating, you know, yeah, I'm excited. I got a touchdown. All that stuff is good as long as it's not in the other guy's face. You know, all that is fine. I think even a sack, like, yeah, you know, I got him. I think all that stuff, like, the emotion of – as long as it's part of the natural emotion of the game is all part of the game. But this this acting like you've done something down by 40 – you know, with a first down inside your own territory on third and one is is too much, you know? It's too much.
2: I think it takes away from the game. Yeah, as long as we don't have a ten-minute line dance and we're celebrating them, then I see a little celebration's all right. Brian,
0: he's a fantasy football player. He probably
1: loves that stuff.
0: Who do you like in uh, these last three games?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take a, a shot with the Kansas City Royals today. Uh, Garcia's had one start over five innings since uh, July 21st. So, um, uh, I just don't see him going very deep in this game. The Royals have been playing much better baseball. Kind of been just like the Tigers, where we have been a good plus money team. I think they have a good shot to knock the Astros off today. So I'm going to take the Royals.
0: You playing fantasy football this year?
1: Yeah,
0: my draft is on Sunday at 1 o'clock. So. All right. How many leagues do you play in at a time?
1: One. Just, Just one. one. Just yeah, one league. On. How, many, how
0: does the league work? Like how many uh, guys do you get? Stuff. I don't I'm I play, so it's like, I'm inter- I'm 12 interested.
1: Guys. 12 guys.
0: Well, I entered you guys both in our pool that we did last year. It's a real football pool. Um, I put you guys both in at the pick six pool. Which is a is real a football. Ball?
2: Ball. Yep.
0: As opposed to the fantasy football. Where I don't even understand the game. I used to play it many, many years ago. Before it was ever online or anything, I used to play like I drafted Barry Sanders when he was a rookie. And I like that. That's how long ago I played And Emmett Smith.
2: But I, I do not played play fantasy ball. football in... Yeah, forever. I'm going to say it will be over forever. 15 years at least. I was the guy that would be like, what do you mean I have to put another lineup in? I have to put a lineup in every week? I thought I picked my guys. What do you mean I have to pick more guys? Oh, and then there's, <laughs> there's, the whole, there's the
0: nightmare that is the waiver wire of the fantasy football. Yeah, right? Right? It's like, oh, yeah, God. Guy hurt.
2: Try to trade him. What? With who? No one's going to trade that guy. He's hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. You could dump him and pick somebody else. Uh-oh. This is a pain in the butt. I really don't want this. All right. I just find you just cheering for one guy too hard in the game. You're like, oh, my God, he didn't even. Why didn't you pass to that guy? He needed the touchdown. I needed the touchdown. (laughs) You're more worried about who's who's handing the ball off to and who is he throwing to because that's the guy you have in your fantasy league. Yeah, no.
0: Anyways, follow the uh, Pick Dogs Twitter. Um, you can get notifications if you're a VIP member, premium member, or just for the live show. Don't be reliant on the YouTube notifications, which I've been hit and miss. Oh, well, we got a lot of stuff to cover in uh, the upcoming weeks. and been keeping these shows, starting on time, doing all those things. So it's 10 a.m. Eastern time. Like I said, the weekends, we're looking like we're changing the format. Probably not this weekend, but opening weekend of college football will we changing in the format of the weekend show I think it's going to be a good thing we'll see how it goes if it doesn't go we'll change it you know again it's what we do but I think I just want to get more cappers on, on the game day so you guys get more perspective on it instead of you know. but we're certainly not going to if anyone shows up in a college shirt outside of wacky on a Friday I think it's all that acceptable anyways you got a parlay Rod
2: yep for me we're going to go with uh, Seattle Mariners on the money line the Nationals over the eight and a half and the Reds a game under the seven and a half parlay those up
0: Brian
1: for me I'm going to take the Baltimore Orioles on the money line Toronto Blue Jays on the money line and the Cleveland Indians on the money line those three games parlayed up
0: Angels on the run line for me, and I'm gonna parlay that with the Atlanta Braves, Charlie Morton, and I'll go with the uh, with the Nationals is the third leg of that. So, Nationals, Angels run line, and the Hot Atlanta Braves. Anyways, this is Mitch, thanks for joining us another fun day at the office we'll see you guys tomorrow uh, VIP members will see you later on this afternoon premium members will post the video shortly I will post a link to it on Twitter so follow the pick dogs Twitter channel I think I'm gonna start doing more stuff with the pick dogs Twitter because they haven't been like posting the articles there so I have my regular Mitch bet my betting badass Twitter that is kind of just I kind of just I tweet about everything that's not um, Kind of sport. I don't. Whatever the other Twitter, whatever other people that are handicappers do on Twitter, I do the exact opposite. <laughs> Not for my betting badass account. I think on the uh, pick dogs account, I think I might start tweeting more stuff that's more relevant to every, to picks and stuff like that. So, but I'll definitely post, keep posting these um, times. I think it really helps with the VIP show, especially. So, thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. Let's make it a winning day. I'm going to try like crazy, man, to act more professional tomorrow. I promise. Promise. Have a great day. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Be sure to smash that like button.